You're listening to Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry Sanderson on Tide 100.9 in Tuscaloosa. Barry Sanderson, it's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. And good morning and welcome into a Thursday edition of Inside the Locker Room. The weather has changed, uh, so it's been warm pretty much most of the week. Well, it's 31 out there this morning, so if you had not been outside, get that coat on before you head to the car this morning. Get out and, uh, and get uh, the car started a little bit early. If you don't have a garage, Aiden, to get it warmed up a little bit as you... Make your ride into work. 205-342-9904 is the phone number if you'd like to get in on the show. Twitter at Locker Room 109 at Barry Sanderson at Wimp Sanderson 1. Email address for the show, wimpandberry at yahoo.com. Download the Tide 100.9 app to your smartphone, and you can take us with you any where you go before we get started if it has to last it has to be tough withstanding the elements year after year when it comes to building outdoors it doesn't come any tougher than yellowwood brand pressure treated pine from great southern for a project that stands up to mother nature's best be sure to head down to your local dealer and you go to yellowwood.com to find that uh, for your pressure treated pine the lumber that protects Against fungal decay and termite attack, get only the best for the next backyard project. Remember, if it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then you don't want it. At the bottom of the hour, JC uh, will be with us. We look forward to having a JC in with us. Talk a little uh, college Hold football. On, talk a little college football with JC uh, at the bottom of the hour. I'll have my man Joe Barger at 8 o'clock. We'll have your phone calls throughout the show as well. In the eight o'clock hour and the seven o'clock hour. Good morning, Dad. How are you? Uh, this I've got Jack Crow on the line. What time? What do we have open? Uh, eight fifteen. No, you, you're full of eight fifteen, aren't you? All right, I, I, I'll get you next. I'll get you next week. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. There you go. Well, it didn't work. Okay. Um, very quickly, not very quickly, but a lot of things went down yesterday, and I'll get. I'll go quick because uh, Barry sometimes Barry listens, sometimes he doesn't. Um. Vanderbilt uh, got beat 70-65. Stackhouse got kicked out. And I can see how you can get kicked out at VCU. When you go into VCU, you go get a screwing by the officials, regardless of what it I don't make any difference who you play, or who they play, or whatever. And they kicked him out, had to restrain him. And uh, he was probably correct on in that situation, I, I, I would guess. Correct? Correct, yeah. The way he acted? I don't know. I didn't see it. Oh my God! The police had to literally go grab him and pull him off the court. It I didn't was, see it. It was really bad. I mean, I can understand him being frustrated, but that was embarrassing. He's going to get yeah. he's going to get uh, several game suspension. I would think okay. for the way he acted. Georgia beat Hampton seventy three fifty four. Tennessee ran over McNeese. Uh, bad Texas A and M finally found somebody they can beat. SMU. Florida beat uh, Florida Atlantic real bad. Florida Atlantic's not any good and. Uh, South Carolina got beat again by George Washington. Indiana took care of North Carolina. North Carolina struggling, going to struggle for a long, a lot this year. They're, they're struggling like crazy. Uh, Duke beat Ohio State, and Purdue beat Florida State. Now, um, 
Trent Dilfer is coming into UAB, which is uh, very, very questionable to me. I, I don't want to get started being negative. When you come in and say, I've never recruited, but I'll hire me some recruiters, the key at, at UAB is to have the ability to raise money. It's not recruiting like it used to be. And if you can't come in and raise money, uh, the other coach was wanted by the players, and whether that's right, wrong, or none of the above, um, if, if, you want, if you can raise money, then okay. But you come in cold turkey uh, to try and raise money for UAB, it's not as easy. It, it, having not, not knowing the people around you, not knowing the coaches, I don't know how that happens, but however it happened, he's from Lipscomb Academy, hasn't coached in college, was a great quarterback. All that kind of stuff, if, you like, if you're like, if you a UAB person, you like that, uh, that's who you got. Uh, uh, quarterback at Kentucky is going to go to the NFL, Levis, Levis Will, and he is going to uh, let everybody know whether he's going to play in the bowl game. And that's a problem for the coaches. They don't know whether they're going to have all that people for bowl games or not. Uh, Treshawn Holden and uh, Christian Leary, uh, two uh, wideouts, are going into the transfer portal. Tiger says, as I said yesterday, Greg Norman ought to stay out of things. None of his business, what shouldn't be, and so forth and so on. He's busted him. Thompson wins last night. Get this one, y'all. Thompson has a 14-year-old quarterback. I had heard about him the other day. Uh, and, I, I, you know, I don't really like to bring out the guys like that because once they, once they get older, they, they're better than everybody else. But uh, named Trent Seaburn. And Trent, uh, they won their fourth straight. And he did, This is his first time to play, I think. Thompson won 49-24 against Auburn. Uh, fourth is fourth uh, uh, state championship fourth for Thompson. So certainly uh, a good win there. Um Utah will play USC tomorrow night at 7. I'm not going to go over all the games. No, no point in that. And um, Alabama in soccer, this is really unbelievable, really, to me, is two wins away, two wins away from winning the national championship in soccer. That's an absolute thrill for them, and I guarantee you a thrill. I know people don't are not as interested in soccer, and I don't, don't understand it. But uh, that's 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 great. So uh, I worked hard this morning to try to get all these these things for you and handle a dog, and I got it all. And I'm through. All right, yeah. With Trent Seaborn, uh, Dad, in the game, he was the MVP of the game. Twelve oh. of twelve of fourteen, five touchdowns. He threw in the game. This kid is in the eighth grade, so threw five touchdowns. Twelve of fourteen. Uh, I don't think he's like about 5'11", 170 uh, right now. Of course, he's only 14. So he gave the trophy to one of his receivers that caught four of the touchdowns. So he gave him the MVP trophy. So congratulations to Thompson, although they couldn't beat uh, the two teams out state that they played. They did lose to Lipscomb Academy, coached by Trent Dilfer. And they lost to the team out of Georgia that has the running back coming to Alabama. So, But they're pretty good within – Side the state of Alabama, so I can't remember how many championships that is for them. Um, couple things I wish Joe was here and, and Mason uh, that and then that I've tried to tell those guys and they 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 poo pooed me. One I told them when T.J. Finley was running from the cops uh, 
with no helmet and all the things that he did that you couldn't count on. Of course, he didn't even make it through this. They got all over me about that, so that had nothing to do with it. Well, he didn't even finish the uh, season. The other thing I said, Dad, was, and I really believe the this. The kid from LSU? No, yeah, that was at all. Well, I, I told you that uh, 15 months ago. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, and then I also said that by Alabama not playing to where they blow out people like they normally do. Uh, Nick Saban did not play his bench. Uh, even in the uh, game right before Auburn against uh, who they play it wasn't even it wasn't App State. What was the team they just played? Uh, they just played Austin before. P. Yeah, Austin P. The starters were playing like poo poo. Instead of getting on them and just sticking them their butt on the bench, he kept the reserves on the bench. And now, and I said it's this will push guys right to the portal. And right now the total is seven. You named a couple of them. You know, Kyrie Jackson's in there, Tanner Bowles, Christian Leary, Damian George, Trey Sanders, Kyrie Jackson, Jack Martin, and Braylon Ingram. And there'll be more to come, I'm sure, today and tomorrow. I think the – not putting these guys in now, there's two th- two problems. Not putting them in, says forget that, I'm out of here. It's easy to do now. Two, that you got to go ahead and get in the portal because these guys, the play, wherever they're going to go, they're wanting to get there at the semester. And these schools start like the first week of January or second week of January, so they got to figure out where they're going, get, ex- get accepted. And uh, and so the, the the whole system is broken to me. Well, the, the system's not broken at all. Huh. The head football coach at Alabama knows what he's doing and why he's doing it. He knows what he's doing in every situation and why he's doing it in every situation. And uh, did they lose a good player to Arkansas? Yeah, sometimes you'll lose one. But I I, I don't agree with you. I, I think that I think that he he knows what he's doing and he does does it the way he wants to do it. And he's pretty been pretty successful. So these guys, those guys that left last year, does that does that not eventually start to hurt your depth? I mean, these guys aren't playing, so they leave. It used to be the process; these guys would wait their turn and they'd be ready to go. Now it seems like they get out of here because they can now. So they go back to transfer portal. Yeah, but I'm saying that's hurting Alabama's depth. They didn't have any depth this year. Is it not hurting their depth? I just, I just don't think. I, I just don't like to question him on what he does with his. Well, team. I mean, he. Did, I'm not saying he told these guys to go to the portal. Uh, I'm just saying. Well, I'm not even questioning him. I'm just saying by not blowing people out, you didn't. You kept your what you perceived to be your best players, which I'm sure they were. They watched him practice every day, so you weren't able to play these guys on the bench. Trey Sanders didn't get to play at all, so these guys leave. Uh, now, do you not? I think when he said that he thought the portal would be to Alabama's advantage because they could go pluck the great players from other people, I'm not so sure. Uh, I think they made. Well, I think I think only time will tell, and I think they did for a while. I think Trey Sanders leave losing Trey Sanders was a was a everybody makes a mistake every now and then, and I think uh, in Trey Sanders' case, the rest of them, I don't know the answer to that. Well, I don't think it's Nick Saban running off. I just told you that. Uh, uh, Tristan dropped four passes, I think it was, uh, and I told everybody to watch the wideouts when they were putting the expectations at Alabama as number one. Um, they weren't because the quarterback didn't have anybody to throw to, and uh, so. 
Yeah, well, you're right. He did drop a lot of passes, but he was your best option or he wouldn't been out there. Now you've put all this time into him, and now he's gotten all this experience. Well, that's and he's drop leaving. him all he get tired trying to throw to him. <laughs> but now he's leaving. So he was evidently better than those guys on the bench. Now he's leaving. He's what he had. I understand. So I guess I'm, my point is this is going to level the playing field in college football. When you have all these guys leaving out of here, you can't build the depth that you've built in the past. Well, uh, some can, some can't. So it's just it's just all according to who you can get, who wants to come there. I mean, it, it's it's a it's a circus as far as each school. Each school, this day and time, is not building a program. They are trying to maintain the program that they have that year. Yeah. And then the next year, they got to maintain it again because now that the athletic directors are get are firing them. Uh, getting rid of them, they're very careful with their they're very careful with their contracts when they hire somebody to be sure that they are not caught uh, spending a lot of money. Except at Auburn, where they think where they're having to pay. A coach came back uh, for the games. I think his son played last night at Auburn, and uh, and uh, in one of the games, and uh, you know he picked up his fifteen million and eighty eight and out the gate to go to twenty one million that uh, they paid Gus. So um, they've been a lot of guys gone that uh, don't don't have anything to do with all. <laughs> yeah, he was at the game last night. They showed him he was eating popcorn. He had fifteen million on his hip eating popcorn. Um, Hugh Freeze had to do a difficult thing yesterday, and I've been oh, part. Yeah. Of, I've been a part of this, uh, and I've been on the bad end of this. Uh, new coach comes in, new staff normally comes. He's retaining Cadillac. There's maybe one or two other guys on the current staff. But Ike Hilliard gone, Will Friend gone, Mike Hartline gone, uh, Jimmy Brumball gone, Rock Ballantini, the uh, edge and special teams guy gone. Now, it's not Hugh Freeze's fault. I respect that he set them down immediately and told them sometimes that these head coaches get these jobs and they string these guys along to kind of help them through recruiting, and then they let them go later, which really screws the guy. Well, I think the thing you do is you, you, you let them go in the right way. Yeah. You call them into your office and say, look, I, 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 I felt like I've got somebody that, I, that I've coached with or somebody this or that. I just, I'm going, I'm going to make a move at, at your position and, Appreciate what you've done. You don't you don't let them go in the wrong way. You know you just you just don't. Uh, Alabama had a little bit of a problem uh, when Coach Bryant left, and uh, the way that they let people go. So uh, not not that's true. So uh, I was there. So uh, I, I know, and I, I think you let them go in the right way. Yeah, I've been on that side twice. Uh, and, and- we A and M and where. Not well, not A and M because they didn't retain the head coach, but at East Carolina, and then obviously at uh, South Carolina and Darren Horn. I didn't expect those guys to keep keep you, but what you want them to do is just bring you in immediately and be honest about it. And I don't know where Darren Horn is. I saw him in some some game other night in the stands. I think he's a head coach at Northern Kentucky. Um, but you want them to be honest with you. you don't want them to string you along because these guys got you know, and of course. These football guys normally got two year contracts, so the pressure is not quite as bad as it is if if when you hit uh 
January and that's your last paycheck. Uh, sometimes these schools will take care of these guys, but those are always hard things to do. It's not Hugh Freeze's fault. He's got to bring in whoever he's comfortable with, but I don't care who you are when he brings you in and says he's not retaining you. You don't feel as good about that school you've been working for. It's just, no, you don't. I think, I think also, uh, in Freeze's case that, uh, he's gone over all of this with, uh, the athletic director. Because he's looking to see what kind of money he can get for the ones he replaced. He, he knows and he's already told John Cohen who he's going to think about letting go, why he's letting them go. The agreement was when he took it, now we're going, you're going to need this Cadillac thing needs to be smoothed over. And, uh, they smoothed that over. Uh, you smooth over where you need to smooth. And then after that, they, they, made the change, but the athletic director knows all this stuff. They've, they've got the money already set aside for what they think they can pay people. And um, I, I don't know if, this, if it, it, it's a case where he may go back in there and say, uh, John, it, we're going to need to pay this guy a little bit more if we're going to get him, that kind of stuff. Yeah, and then the the part I don't like, and it's, it's part of it as well, Dad, is there's a staff back at Liberty that's really helped him be successful, but, but they may not be the right fit for Auburn. And so those guys in turn who did a great job, if it weren't for them, he doesn't get this opportunity. They get, they lose their job as well. Uh, that, that's the hard part of college coaching. Well, I think also, and I've heard that they were never going to hire this guy that they, the quarterback coach that coached UAB is going to a bowl in the Bahamas. Um, and they at six and six, and the players wrote a letter to the AD um, wanting him to be kept. And I, I don't know what that was all about, so I really don't know. But it was, uh, you know, behalf of the players, they, that's who they wanted. But when a guy walks into your deal and says, I've never recruited, but I'll tell you one thing, I'm going to get me some good recruiters. One of the biggest problems at UAB is the raising of money. I know that for a fact. Cause I, I know it. And uh, it was very, very difficult. Uh, Bill Clark left uh, because he couldn't walk, couldn't do anything with his bad, with his bad back. But also, uh, don't tell me behind the scenes that Bill Clark didn't know that raising money here is going to be a booger bear. And uh, you, you better, you better be good. Yeah, I had a guy tell me yesterday that played, that talked to a guy that played in the NFL with Trent Dilfer, and he said this guy's the most organized, relentless. He usually ran that top quarterback deal in the high school. He said he will speak to every yeah, group whatever. possible. So, you know, so we'll see. But does that mean that all actually... those groups that you speak to won't get you anybody? <laughs> yeah, they, they yeah. won't get they, All they will do is to have, we need a speaker for next Wednesday. Get to, to deal for his speak to you. Yeah, he's good. I heard he's good. We got to pay him. <laughs> yeah. And that I'll guy, tell you right that now, I'll listening. tell you right now, son, this is speaking to group, just little groups. Uh, I, I noticed I went to the thing in Florence, and, and the, the UNA uh, uh, assistant coaches came and spoke. Those guys there listening to that, they didn't know. He, they were trying to explain transfer portal and this guy. They, didn't, they, were, a lost, they were a lost ball. They wasn't going to give five cents. Yeah. yeah they got so, nickels in their pocket. Uh, yeah. The group that Coach Saban went up and spoke to when he's in Birmingham, they get – Yeah, they ain't got nickels. No, well, not the ones that he speaks to. When he goes uh, – those guys are loaded. All right, we got to get to break here. Two men in a truck at 1330 Martin Road East. That's where you go pick up the boxes, the packing supplies. 
whatever you need to make this a smooth move. It's local, out of town, out of state. Let the professionals handle it. Give them a call today. 205-247-5050. Two men in a truck. Movers, who care? Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, 359 has been reopened by Tuscaloosa Police, so no delays there. We still have the wreck 2059 eastbound out by the Covered Bridge Road exit. Now, if you see other conditions, give me a call. Townsend Nissan says, ho, 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 it's time to go. Go get a great deal right now at your hometown dealer, Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa Thread. Good Thursday morning. Damage assessments in Hale County have found 10 homes destroyed, 20 others damaged. All of that along Oak Village Road. That was an F1 tornado that struck the area. The same one that had earlier hit Green County. That's where it took the roof off of an apartment building and damaged six other homes. Power company crews worked into the night last night to restore power, all of which is now back on. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. It's free. I'm Don Hurtley. Town Square Media, Tuscaloosa. It's the Tuscaloosa Community Calendar, powered by Pepsi. The Wise Men Club will continue its 60-plus year Christmas tree sale tradition starting Wednesday. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves. To tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A good supply of sunshine today, Tuscaloosa side 59. For tonight, fair, not as cold as last night, the low 41. Tomorrow, partially sunny, the high 66. And Saturday, a mostly cloudy day with occasional showers, the high Saturday 65. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 32 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Want to jump into any of the shows? Call Tide 100.9 right now at 205-342-9904. Well, somebody answer that damn phone. That's 205-342-9904. Welcome back. Inside the locker room, pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have a yellow tag on it, you don't want to go to yellowwood.com to find a dealer closer to you. All right, to the Yellowwood Hotline, get Joe into the show. Good morning, Joe. Hey, Joe. Joe, you there? What are you doing, Call? What are you doing, Call? We can't Joe? hear him. Aiden, I can't hear him. Can you hear me, Joe? I, I can't. I couldn't hear. Could you hear him, Dad? Joe, you yeah, there? Here. You with us, Joe? All right, I don't know. Aiden ain't got something turned up on my side. I can't hear you. Go ahead, buddy. What, what are you we doing? Got, call it, Joe. I just lost him. Uh, I don't know. Let's go back and try Bryce. Good morning, Bryce. I can't hear him either, though. You got, you're got you missing something. Can you hear him, Dad? Yeah. All right, well, you talk to him. I can't hear Go ahead. Go ahead, Bryce. Who, who, who did that? There, uh, there we go. I got him. Pops and beating us in the house. They beat Auburn. Well, Auburn. Oh, that's right. I remember now. Hey, What's Trent different from, Barry? Do you know? Uh, I don't know where he's originally from. I mean, he's been coaching up at Lipscomb uh, High School. Up Is that in, in uh, Atlanta? No, Lipscomb's in Nashville. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's right. 
but uh, just say eighth grade quarterback. What did the other quarterback get hurt, or he just beat the other one out? What? Uh, yeah, I think he took on took took the job on. Talking about for Thompson, I'm the eighth grade quarterback. Yeah. Uh, C- Trent Seaborn. Uh, I think they just, when they struggled there early, they went to him and uh, he didn't disappoint through five touchdowns last night. Uh, well, that, that, that's, that's good. I, I like to hear feel good stories like that. Uh, Different won a Super Bowl with Gruden at Tampa Bay, right? Yes. Is there any chance that Paul Tyson might come back and play? One of the smallest well, who, would know, who would know that? Nobody knows that. No way. I don't well, think he'd come back. Well, if, if anybody would know, if, uh, y'all, y'all hear more stuff than I do. I just wanted to tell I, yeah, I think Paul Tyson. Out of the hat. He went to Arizona State. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I don't think he played much there. I think he's regretting that just because, of course, the coach got fired in the middle of the season and all that. So, all right, Bryce, we've got to get to one more call before we get to JC. Thanks, all right. Thank you, thanks. sir. All right, back to the Yellowwood Hotline and get uh, Joe in. Good morning, Joe. Good morning. Joe. Get to call my favorite talk show. Man, that's great. Joe. Hey. I'm so disappointed <laughs> in you. Okay. Go ahead. I'm listening. Joe, I am so disappointed. See, you. I we're running out of time now, and I got to get my shots <laughs> back right. at y'all. Colin Sexton. You going to take. Colin Sexton's contract. He's way over $40 million, Joe. And because you were wrong, you wouldn't Barry. call in and tell me how bad Barry. that the coach at Texas Barry. A&M was doing. Barry, yeah. I've been enjoying this beautiful fall. <laughs> Wimp, I talked to uh, Floyd's neighbor down at Hattiesburg, and we talked about you. He gossiped. Yeah, yeah his, his neighbor there on the lake. He was down at Hattiesburg yeah, he was well. His neighbor is who I saw. Now I didn't see Floyd, yeah. but anyway, he plays golf with y'all, and they were coming up to Greystone in the middle of November and play with you if you were able to play with them. Did you play with them? No, you didn't. Okay, but anyway, he was helping with Southern Miss's golf tournament down there. They had a big girls' golf tournament, and and he was down there. Uh, how much is guaranteed, Barry? I don't know. I don't, I don't know. It's well over. 40. Well, don't be bragging. Hey, let's, let's don't. And he's playing great. I, it's seven. So I don't his know agent much. said said seventy two. Okay. All I want to know is how much is guaranteed. <laughs> you said he wouldn't. You said he wouldn't make over forty. I know it. That's what I said. Yeah. And I want to know how much of that seventy two. Uh, and it was I'd a five guessing. for one, Barry. I'd five for one. I'd be guessing. Five players for one. But anyway, hey, uh, I know y'all got full on that Kool-Aid all fall, Jimbo, but he come through for y'all there last week, big time. (laughs) (laughs) And Barry finished dead last. He picked Florida and Texas A&M. Joe won. He went with LSU and Tennessee. (laughs) Me and Wimp had Tennessee. I had Arkansas. Of course, I had the giveaway game to A&M with Arkansas. But, Barry, the bar has been raised at T.A. Can you meet it? That's no. my question. No. Yeah, well, you're honest. Okay. I've told everybody you'll ride that point guard to his nose bleeds, <laughs> and then you'll still put him in the game. He was 8 for, 20, I, he was eight for 26 last game. Whew. Barry, I tried to get you to go to Vernon at Sullivan. They're in your area, but not directly in basketball. I tried to help you with your schedule, and you wouldn't listen to him. Yeah. We're 2-0, Joe. We, we've won our first two. Who did you beat? 
we beat West Blockton, and we beat University Charter. Okay. Well, I won't comment, but anyway, you're 2-0. That's all that matters. <laughs> a win is a win. Thank you, Joe. All right, my man, we got to get to JC. Call back when I can get on you more. Well, I got a lot for you, buddy, too. Call me back. Second hour. We'll be Later. right here. Thank you. All right, we'll get the break here, Dad. Before we do those, tell them about Constant Companion. Well, Constant Companion, I am a hospital over on the Narrows at, uh, on 280, 150. You want to get uh, 50% off on your first visit? Then go by and see Dr. Foster. He's really good, and they are really good. 205-635-0313. 635-0313. Constant Companion, I, I guarantee you. I don't care what kind of animal you got. If you get 50% off, you need to take it by there. That's it. This is Ty 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. Three more Alabama football players have entered the transfer portal. The Alabama Crimson Tide football team is ranked number six in this week's college football playoff rankings. The Philadelphia Eagles are creating a Christmas album for the holiday season. Three Alabama alums received NFL Weekly Honors. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, 359 has been reopened by Tuscaloosa Police, so no delays there. We still have the wreck 2059 eastbound out by the Covered Bridge Road exit. Now, if you see other conditions, give me a call. Townsend Nissan says, ho, 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 it's time to go. Go get a great deal right now at your hometown dealer, Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Come one, shop all at the JCPenney Friends and Family Sale. Through Wednesday, use your 30% off coupon inside the JCP app and shine on with up to 60% off. Tomorrow, partially sunny, the high 66. And Saturday, a mostly cloudy day with occasional showers, the high Saturday 65. I'm James Spann of the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 34 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Mr. SEC Tournament Wimp Sanderson gives you his excellent analysis every weekday on Inside the Locker Room, right here on Tide Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. Pressure treated pine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, you don't want to go to the yellowwood.com to find the dealer close to you. All right, right to the Yellowwood Hotline. He's the owner of the bigspur.com, which I think has been probably pretty hot uh, with the a uh, big upset of the South Carolina Gamecocks. Now, he didn't well, like the offensive coordinator. Yeah, but then, that's, what, that's what I was trying to find out. Then he uh, lit it up the last two games. Uh, <laughs> is, he, is he sad because the offensive coordinator is leaving? I don't know. You could ask him. Uh, JC, are you sad? Uh, uh, hey, guys. What's up? <laughs> Good morning, JC. 
Yeah, the answer to that is H-E double hockey sticks. No, I'm not upset he's leaving. Come on, Jason. <laughs> You're not one of those Gamecock fans. I see these guys, Dorsey and all those guys on Facebook. Well, he must not have been calling the plays the last two games. Come well, on, I mean, people. That, no. so, 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 so structurally, some things change. I mean, what, what his problem was, and Spencer Rattler said, told this to Tim Tebow uh, before the Tennessee game, they tried to run 20 different personnel groupings in and out of the game against Florida because uh, this guy thought he's in the NFL, right? And, and I said, there's no time to do that. I mean, Alabama fans, Bill O'Brien is not running the same, uh, running it the same way at Alabama that he did at the Texans. <laughs> you know, I mean, and, and so finally the head coach steps in and goes, all right, we're going to cut this down to about 10 or 12 plays. We're going to go fast. We're going to let Spencer be Spencer. And you saw what happened, you know? Uh, and so, so that to me, even more so validated, you know, what I've been having a problem with all year, because I think we all saw there's a pretty good football players on that team, you know, number three. Okay. The, the top 20 passes against Tennessee and Clemson, uh, juice, you know, uh, Tino Sunseri. Uh, who's at James Madison, was quoted in the paper when Carolina signed it, but he's a lot like those guys Alabama had. And if you look at it in play, and when he gets the ball, he is. Well, he had no targets against Georgia, against the number one team in the country. No targets. He wasn't even in the game plan. So, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm happy he's gone. And, and I think <laughs> I think a lot of people are. And uh, thankfully, the, the head coach and everybody else stepped in and, 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 and put guardrails on him. Uh, the last two weeks. Um, so now it's a pretty easy sell for Matt Rule and Nebraska. And sometimes, guys, uh, with the South Carolina Gamecocks, it's rare that things just work out, right? Well, the last three weeks, things have just worked out. <laughs> and so I think everybody's kind of happy in Columbia. Yeah. yeah. So you think the head coach is happy? Yes. <laughs> is Shane happy about it? Yeah. Uh, he did an interview, and he did an interview, and just said, "Hey, we wish him the best, but we're going to move on and do this." I mean, there there have been no public comments or private comments that say, "Oh man, you know, we're messed up now." You know, and, and this was coming behind the scenes, guys. I mean, it was, you know, things changed. Shane did a good job. Uh, I, I think Shane Beamer, you know, right now, you know, you, you kind of look at the things he's done. I mean, guys, he's beaten, he's got 15 wins, right? Two years. And, and even with the hamstrung offensive coordinator, right? He's beaten five teams in the last two years where he's been a double digit underdog. And, and we're not talking about 10 and a half. We're talking about 22 and a half, 20 and a half, 14 and a half, uh, 12 and a half against Auburn, 12 and a half against North Carolina. Uh, I don't think it's ever happened in South Carolina. I don't know about around the country, but that that's, that's a pretty good start, I would think, for him. Who's a good, who's a good foot, fit to take that job, assistant, uh, 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 offensive coordinator's job? A guy from Arkansas? I think, I think he's a guy. Um, you know, the, the good thing about him is a lot of people look at Arkansas's offense and think that's that's his, you know, that's what it's been. But the Browse, Kendall's system is, and the Browse system in general, it could be anything from what Tennessee does to what Ole Miss does to what Baylor used to do to what they did at Arkansas. It's very adaptable. And I think at programs like South Carolina and Ole Miss uh, and Arkansas, and until Tennessee gets back to signing top five classes, that's that's a good deal because you're not always going to have everything. 
right? And, and so you're going to have different strengths, different quarterbacks coming in, uh, that kind of thing. You, you're just not going to be loaded every year uh, at every position, and, and, and especially like on the offensive line and things like that. So I think he'd be an excellent fit. I also hear he's kind of in the mix for a position on Hugh Freeze's staff at Auburn. Um, just to throw that out there, uh, you know, uh, Graham Harrell, uh, who's at West Virginia right now, is a name I've heard. Uh, I heard Dan Mullen's name yesterday. I'm not buying that. Um, you know, then there's other guys. Kevin Johns had a good year at Duke. He's really good. He's got connections to Carolina special teams coach. Uh, even Lynch at Vanderbilt, despite the shutout to Tennessee last weekend, which is surprising, you know, Vanderbilt's been pretty good on offense this year, and he too has a connection to South Carolina special teams coach Pete Limbo. He was his OC at, uh, at Ball State back in the day. So, you know, the, those are kind of the names I have right now, but I, I think a lot of other people could emerge. And, you know, I think I think the idea is just to get somebody that's a college, college coordinator that has a system that can run it and throw it, uh, you know, which is sometimes easier said than done. But no more, no more NFL-style offense uh, at South Carolina. I mean, I just – you're just not going to get the players to be able to go do that. And, uh, and it's just not an attractive system for guys to go into. So I, I think it needs to be fun and, and, and look a lot on the field like they have the last few weeks. And I think they'll be okay. Uh, uh, go ahead. JC, the Rose Bowl, uh, I'm not even sure what they did, but whatever they did, it, uh, this is going to allow the 2024, I guess, to turn into the 12 team playoff. When I look at uh, that Clemson would be in the playoff after they only dropped one spot after losing to South Carolina, they got drilled at Notre Dame. It just doesn't seem right to me that Clemson would be in this playoff. I'm not as crazy about it now. I thought first I thought I'd like a 12 team playoff, but now, but man, this thing is really, really watered down. You would look at it and say, man, that. Alabama lost to Tennessee and LSU didn't really mean anything now because they're still still in this playoff. What's your thoughts about this 12-team playoffs if you look at this year as to who would actually be in it? And Clemson not falling but one spot to me was kind of crazy. Well, they, they need a new selection process. I mean, and, and then this guy, Boo, whatever. Boo, who, Boo Corrigan, yeah. He's awful. Uh, and, and he doesn't do them any favors at all. Uh, you know, as far as Clemson goes, I mean, if they, w- I think the idea with a 12 team playoff is that the conference champions are going to get in uh, of all the Power Five. Now, we can question if the ACC is really a Power Five conference if we want, uh, but uh, yeah, and I wouldn't have a problem with them getting in if uh, if they if they beat North Carolina, and I would assume they would fall out if they didn't. Um, it's a watered down year, guys. It, it, you look at the, I was looking at the Big Ten. There's basically three good teams, and the rest are just mediocre. Um, the SEC, yet again, has a bunch of six and six, seven and five, eight, four type teams. And I think that's more of a function of the strength of the league. Uh, same with the Big 12. The Big 12 caught the bottom this year. Everybody was, you know, there, there really wasn't anybody terrible. You know, Iowa State was the worst team, but they were, they were really good on defense. So, um, you know, I, I don't know. You know, I, I like the. I, I, I'm with you. I feel the same way when I look at the projection. If we had 12 now, I mean, well, some teams don't even belong. But you know, I, I don't think this is necessarily a, a typical season. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I agree. Um, I, I think most years we'll be pretty happy with it. 
I'm not interested in 12 now. I'm interested in whether Ohio State should get in if something happens, Southern Cal gets beat it, after getting their brains beat in by Michigan. It's either going to be Ohio State or USC as the fourth team, I guess, if everything else goes goes the way it generally goes, I guess. I guess TCU will stay in. Ohio State gets themselves flattered at their place. I, I, I don't understand that one. Honestly, I'm not trying to play to your audience here, but I think Alabama deserves to be in over no, Ohio State. No, no, J.C., no. I'm with you. No, no Alabama Think about this. Alabama looked bad a very this year. Soft Go ahead, JC. They're very soft, uh, and and Michigan didn't. Michigan was their Michigan's best player didn't even play, <laughs> and they lined up and played both Schimbeckler football, which makes sense because Harbaugh played for Schimbeckler. You know, y'all remember Josh Gaddis? How everybody was like, "Oh, oh Josh yeah. Gaddis, my yeah. God, he's a rising yeah. star." Well, he left and went to Miami, and they're a dumpster fire. Boy, and sure Harbaugh are. just decides he's going to start coaching like he's always coached. And they're, Michigan's better this year than they were last year. <laughs> Go figure. Um, and they just beat them. And, and, you know, Ohio State struggled. They looked disinterested against Notre Dame. Uh, the game against Northwestern, they struggled in. I can forgive that because they're 75-mile-an-hour wins. But, you know, they still tried to throw the ball. I think Stroud's a little overrated. Um they, they were, but, but see, when they if they get in the playoffs, though, they can still win the whole thing. They remind me of a basketball team. Remember, Nolan Richardson won the national championship uh, in '94, and then the next year, uh, everybody, Scotty Thurman, all those guys, Corliss Williams, they all came back, and then Arkansas was like a six seed because uh, they lost games during the season, and then they ended up going all the way to the finals before UCLA and Ed O'Bannon beat them. Y'all remember that NCAA yeah. tournament? Yeah. That could be kind of like Ohio State because they had so many people back. You know, they kind of looked disinterested. But but I think in football you pay a price for that because we don't have 68 teams in four spots. Uh, Alabama lost by a field goal on the road uh, to a top-10 team uh, and lost in overtime on a two-point conversion uh, to a division champ. In, in two of the toughest places to play uh, – in college football, uh, and they beat everybody else, and they had a tougher schedule, you know. So I, I, I would probably go. I mean, that's that's bias, probably. People accuse me of bias because I'm from the South, but um, I've just been very underwhelmed by Ohio State this year. Uh, but like I said, a lot of times those teams, once they get in the playoff, they turn it on, and then you understand why they were preseason number two or whatever. Yep. Yep. Uh, who wins between Utah and uh, does does USC kill them and just step right in? Yeah, you think that, Coach? Because um, yeah, sure. I've always I've described the philosophy: hard to beat a team twice, right? It's hard to beat a team twice. Uh, but Utah did it last year. They they beat Oregon and then they came back and waxed Oregon in the Pac-12 title game. They're one of the most physical teams uh, in America. Uh, or, I'm sorry, in America in the Pac-12. Uh, they can give you a game. They got a great quarterback. They're well coached. Uh, I bet they're kicking themselves for losing the Florida Gators in the opener because they'd be in the hunt for the playoff. But, uh, I, I wouldn't put it past them. Uh, you know, the only thing about it is, you know, Utah's motivation for this game is, is not related to the college football playoff or, or, or even a bowl game because I, I pretty much think they're going to the Rose Bowl 
win or lose. But, um, you know, I, I, I think that, you know, that, that trophy you can get for winning the Pac-12 uh, certainly is valuable. And, you know, you always want to beat Southern Cal. That game's in Vegas. I think that favors the Trojans because it's, it's on that uh, indoor turf and all that. You know, the faster team. But, uh, you know, you, you play a physical team like that and you get in a war with a lot of hard-nosed kids, the veteran leadership and stuff like that. And, you know, Southern Cal's sort of a mercenary team. they got 26 transfers. So, you know, I, I, I'm not going to put it past it. There's a reason it's only a three-point spread. Uh-huh. Uh, but, uh, you know, gut says status quo there. The the upset, really, that I've got my eye on is Kansas State TCU. Um, but admittedly, uh, you know, both those games could, could go a different way. Uh, and throw everything into chaos. But uh, I, I, my gut says Southern Cal's hot right now, uh, so my gut says they do it. You know, Utah went, beating, a, beating a team twice two years in a row to win the Pac-12 will be uh, sort of unprecedented. So, uh, But, hey, it, 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 it's probably anybody's ball game, and I'm, I'm kind of glad that game's on Friday because that gives me something to do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, JC, tell us about Hugh Freeze. Uh, one of the things I did get out of his press conference, I think this guy – as recruiting all over his mind, even in the staff, he was ready to get out and recruit. I, I think it's the exact opposite of what Brian Harson uh, was doing down there. Tell us how good of a recruiter uh, Hugh Freeze is, JC. Well, he signed a bunch of great classes at Ole Miss, and and it wasn't, you know, we all know about the big timers they signed, right? Yeah. But if you look at sort of the years after and some of the guys he got at Ole Miss that ended up in the NFL that were like three-star kids out of Georgia or Mississippi, you know, he did a great job not only signing like your no-brainers uh, and being competitive in the state, but he also did a good job of evaluating. And Auburn, Auburn has to do that. They've always – when they've been good, they've done that. They've had their share of four or five-star guys, but then they also would go into South Florida and get a kid that can play or an in-state guy or whatever – uh, I, I, I thought from the beginning, Kiffin and Freeze were the two guys that, that should get consideration, and, and if they can't get one of those two, uh, it gets dicey. Um, and so uh, I think they made a, a great hire uh, from a football perspective. I know there's off-the-field stuff, and, and somebody else can figure that out. But uh, I think uh, Auburn's about to be back, and um, and they got the right guy that uh, has a, a lot to prove. I think I – think, I think as a program, Auburn needs a guy kind of with a chip on his shoulder um, and, and not a stubborn mule like Harson, but somebody that's out there, you know, from the South, from the SEC, can talk a good game, can recruit, cares about it, can sell the program. He's kind of charismatic. Uh, but that also is a, a winner that, uh, you know, every time he takes the field to coach, you know, he's trying to prove something. And he did that at Ole Miss because, you know, he was – he was the blindside coach, right? Yeah. <laughs> Before he got the Ole Miss job, and everybody's like, wow, Hugh Freeze and he inherited a dumpster fire from Houston Nutt. I think they'd won about three games in two years and uh, immediately turns them into a bowl team. And I, and I think uh, if you're Auburn, you know, just from a football standpoint, like I said, I know there's some, some talk there, the controversy with, with some people. Uh, I think it's big. And I think keeping Cadillac Williams and Promoting him to associate head coach that that was a, a brilliant move. Yeah, that was a no brainer. That was a no brainer. Yeah, Cadillac really made a lot of people happy down there, and it, my Auburn people, man, it, Auburn people, and I have a lot of Auburn friends. They weren't even excited about the games. 
from the start of the season. Yeah. They weren't excited. I yeah. mean, who who in the heck doesn't look forward to the college football season, no matter how crappy you're supposed to be? Auburn, that program was just had no enthusiasm. It was like it was like they were run, like Harson was like a robot. Hello, I am the Auburn coach. Block, you know. I mean, so now the life's back. You know, Cadillac helped to get back to a certain extent, and now here comes Hugh Freeze. And so I, I think brighter days are ahead for the for the Auburn Tigers. Yep, Dad. Oh, uh, any uh, South Carolina basketball is not very good. I know that they're trying to rebuild, but uh, probably Missouri and, and Mississippi State got the two best teams right now, the ones that have got new coaches. I don't, think, I don't even know if you keep up with that or not, but uh, South Carolina basketball has got a long way to go. I don't care if they did get that good kid. <laughs> <laughs> they're god-awful. Yeah, they got yeah. blasted last night. <laughs> I mean, they got blasted by Barry, how many times y'all y'all lose to George Washington? Did y'all ever lose to George Washington, Davidson, Furman, and no. Colorado State in the same year and struggle with USC Upstate? No, no, mm. no. Even those fourteen and seventeen teams did not do that. Yeah, so, yeah well, uh, they only had one of those four. Don't say those teams. Well, oh, I'm one. sorry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, Darren Horn didn't even do that. <laughs> you know, Frank's early teams that couldn't throw it in the ocean. Never did that, you know. And look, I'm not. I'm not. You got to give the guy a chance. I mean, you, you can't. You know, you can't get out of it now. But uh, I wasn't all that fired up about the hire to begin with. Uh, he's a he's a nice person. He does good things. Uh, you know, it, it took him a while to get Chattanooga going. Maybe he does the same with South Carolina. But you know, after beating Clemson and, and starting two and zero, and then getting drugged by a bunch of mid majors. You know, that, that's not sitting too well uh, with those fans that do care about men's basketball at South Carolina. So uh, there's a long way to go. And I, I think I think what they need to do, they just need to hope G.G. Jackson, you know, let the offense all run through him, let him put up numbers, get his points, be, let make him be happy. Because if he, if he ends up having a bad experience, right, and, and his draft status goes down or something, man, uh, they're never going to get another player again. I mean, you know, so – uh, th- that would be my strategy: play a bunch of young guys, uh, and 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 take their lumps this year, and and hope you don't uh, be like Bryce. Of course, Bryce Drew did it with a you know a bunch of four and five stars. <laughs> don't go zero and nineteen in the SEC. Just try to try to scrape out a couple of wins here and there to make people feel good, and and then reassess. Uh, Dad, you know what's good when you own a Gamecock website. And the Gamecocks blow out Tennessee and then beat Clemson. Are subscriptions up, JC, on the website when those things happen? <laughs> <laughs> subscriptions are way up. That's, that's uh, called, I dream that's a called Gamecock. Mail, that's yeah. called mailbox money, Dad. I don't know if you know that, but uh, it's mailbox yeah, yeah, money. Yeah, it'll right. come in in January because we, we pay in rears. So, <laughs> yeah, subscriptions are up. Uh, traffic, which feeds advertising revenue, is a record. I mean, it's 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 never been as busy. And then I stream a two hour Gamecock show on YouTube and stuff every day, and then and put a podcast out with it uh, from eleven to one. And our audience, uh, we usually get about uh, get a thirteen hundred, fourteen hundred on there at a time. Uh, it was a twenty seven hundred on Monday. So yeah, life is good from that standpoint. Yeah, uh, you know, in, in turn, and then and then the OC leaving. 
Oh, that on helps. Monday. Oh, that helps. It's a breath of fresh air for oh, everybody. Yeah. So, so we got a got a coaching search too. Oh yeah, you got to put little tidbits out about uh, what's going on with the search, and everybody's got to you got to pay to read it. So that's good stuff. All right, JC, tell everybody where they can find you and all your great stuff. All right, yeah. Well, on another note, we dropped a really good JC and Morgan podcast yesterday. Mike Morgan and I we talked a lot about the playoff. Um, you know, and about this past rivalry weekend, I mean, I think this is the first time in a long time rivalry weekend lived up to the billing. South Carolina side, I mean, Oregon State beats Oregon. You had the Michigan-Ohio State game coming right down to the wire. NC State beat North Carolina. I mean, usually everybody's like, throw the record books out, but you really can't because if you're, if you're not as good as your rival, you're not going to beat them but, uh, normally. Uh, but it was a heck of a weekend, and we previewed the championship games, talked about Alabama. So check that out, J.C. and Morgan. Spotify, uh, Apple, Google, wherever you get podcasts, get JC and Morgan. All right, JC. Hey, go listen to our podcast. The day after Hugh Freeze was hired, we had Houston Nutt on. He's not a big Hugh Freeze. That, that is a that's a gangster move, right? There. And we asked him. That's, that's we more asked him about. Brett Bielema, we asked him about the Mars and the phone records and all that. And uh, our radio station didn't appreciate it. They didn't even put a story out on it. And he he basically told how Hugh Freeze got caught. Go check it out. JC, thank you, man. I got, I got to listen to that. Thank All right, man. All right, uh, that's it for the uh, eight o'clock, seven o'clock hour. We'll double these breaks up. Take Joe Barger at the top of the hour. www.alabama1.org for all your different uh, products and services there. Where you want the mortgage, the credit card, the car loan. Car loans are a uh, big time right now during the holidays. So go get those. Get your wife the car of her dreams and let Alabama One do the loan for you. Go to www.alabamaone.org for all their different products and services. Also, I want to thank Pressure Treated Fine from Great Southern. If it doesn't have the yellow tag on it, then believe me, you don't want it. Listen to Tide 100.9. is the home of Alabama Sports. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, 359 has been reopened by Tuscaloosa Police, so no delays there. We still have the wreck 2059 eastbound out by the Covered Bridge Road exit. Now, if you see other conditions, give me a call. Townsend Nissan says, ho, 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 it's time to go. Go get a great deal right now at your hometown dealer, Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Years ago, Jimmy Rain decided that the best way to advertise Great Southernwood was through coaches. Gene Stallings, Pat Dye. Steve Spurrier and myself and many more coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking, fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the Internet, look at yellow wood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's yellow wood. For more than 60 years, B-Dry owners have trusted B-Dry for waterproofing and foundation repair service. These are outstanding people. We've had them on our show for a long, long time. They're backed by the strongest lifetime warranty in the industry. You can call them at 946-3390. But if you want a dry basement, the B-Dry experts will design solutions that will solve your basement problem. They have these patented basement waterproofing and foundation repair products as well, and those products will go into effect to certainly keep that water from coming back in to your basement after they've dried it up. You have a 12-month interest of free financing, which is a good deal for you. I think that the customers who have been with B-Dry all these years, 60 years, are very satisfied with what B-Dry does for them. 
There's nothing more important in your home than a dry basement. With B-Dry, you have a lifetime warranty, a dry basement for life. Your floors one and two are not affected. Your basement is in good shape. So I would suggest that you give B-Dry a call. 60 years of service they put to everybody in this area. 205-946-3390. Ask Big. Have you seen our artisan-created diamonds? If you've been in a room with one, you can't miss it. Tom Osmond from Fincher and Osmond. Teaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Inside the locker room with former Crimson Tide basketball coach Wimp Sanderson and his son, former SEC and ACC assistant basketball coach Barry Sanderson. It's time to take you inside the locker room. Presented by Dr. Pepper on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to the second hour of Inside the Locker Room. My Allstate insurance agent is Andrew Kniffer. You need to let him become yours. I made the change well over a year ago. Best thing I ever did. Takes great care of me when I need him. Uh, when I don't need him, we just talk uh, hoops and Jerry Stackhouse. He was texting me about how Jerry Stackhouse acted last night, which was absolutely wild if you hadn't seen it. Uh, but uh, Andrew's out at 4705 McFarland Boulevard, Suite 3 over in Northport. You're looking for home, life, auto, uh, you need an umbrella policy, whatever you need, let him run a free quote for you, 205-722-9201, or go to the Andrew Kniffer Allstate Facebook page. All right, we get to the Andrew Kniffer Hotline. We're going to have our Brookwood segment. Uh, Brookwood is a great community, Dad. Um and they got a mayor out there that loves his community. You can tell when a guy talks about uh, his community, whether he's being sincere or not. I know uh, Joe, Joe Barger uh, loves the city of Brookwood. Uh, he is responsible for this segment. We have coaches on from time to time. We've had uh, players on. But we actually have the mayor uh, this morning, Joe Barger. Good morning, Mayor. How you doing, sir? Good, Barry. How are you doing? Oh, we're good. I know the holiday seasons today is December 1, and you guys got a lot of great Christmas things going on up in the Brookwood community. Tell us what's going on, Joe. Well, we um, are reinvesting in our community, uh, trying to, you know, create some excitement. This past Monday night, we had our tree lighting in our park, and so we stepped up our game and uh, put up 70 Christmas trees that local businesses and community members could decorate, and they came out and showed out. It was a great event. Um, the high school uh, choir and the elementary cub choir came out and performed. It was a great night. But we also have coming up Friday night our Christmas parade at 7 o'clock. Nice. Uh, house of Rep Kyle South will be our grand marshal. We're pretty excited to have him in our area. Um, we also have breakfast with Santa on December 10th. So we've got a lot of things going, moving, shaking in Brookwood, and we're excited about the holiday um, coming up. Uh, we're talking with Mayor Barger out in Brookwood. Uh, update us on the uh, new stadium uh, that's being built out there, and then tell us who all will get to use it. It's going to be not just for football, and it's going to be uh, for a lot of the students and all in, the Brook in, in Brookwood. Tell us uh, an update on what's going on there. Well, they are starting to move equipment, fence it off, so maybe we'll have a groundbreaking in the next couple of weeks. Uh, we're excited about that. You know, this is a this is a long time in waiting coming to our community. A lot of people have pulled, supported us to get this facility. 
and it's not only for football. It is a majority football because it's a football stadium. But, sure. you know, uh, we'll have the, the new track around the football field that all county schools will be able to utilize and people can come to our uh, town, our city, um, and see the great things that are going on, visit our local restaurants, our local businesses. So um, and another opportunity to showcase what we have going on. Um, the uh, weight room will be state-of-the-art. It's going to be huge. Uh, we're excited about that. So it's not only for football. You know, we have soccer. We have track. Um, we just have a lot of uh, great opportunities up here. Uh, we're talking uh, with Mayor Joe Barger. But Mayor, we've had uh, your basketball coach on the football, the AD. They had the wrestling coach, uh, the, the women's uh, coach there. You've got a, a lot of great people there that are working uh, with with these kids at, at the middle school and the high school there. Just talk about, you know, what, what – uh, good coaches, but great people that represent Brookwood the right, right way, what that means for Brookwood. Well, if you don't have the right people in the right positions to guide these children, mentor these students and athletes, you know, they can make everyone's one choice, one bad decision away from a bad situation. Yeah. So I think the administration um, has done an outstanding job putting the right people in the right places. Um, you named off all the coaches, um, except baseball. And we're very excited yeah. that we have our own Jerry Hughes, who has come back to Brooklyn High School to be our baseball coach. Nice. And he had tryouts a couple of weeks ago. He did a great job, um, evaluating and picking the team. So we're excited and he'll probably be on next week, um, to talk a little bit about our upcoming baseball season. So, um, we are very excited to have Jared back. Um, he comes with a lot of experience, but the main thing he comes with, is an absolute solid uh, base of morals and, and good character. So we're excited about that. You can take someone and teach them um, different, um, I guess, talents. Not talents, but, you know, you can teach them how to catch a ball and throw a ball, but you got to teach these men and women to be good people, good citizens, um, and to give back. Because if it was not for our citizens to give back, um, our communities wouldn't, would flourish, and that's what we're looking for. Uh, Joe, I need you to do me a favor. I got dad is was a baseball coach uh, of the JV at Alabama, and they had a doubleheader, and he had pitchers. He was the pitching coach, and they had pitchers throw back to back no hitters. Uh, there's not many coaches that ever had a back to back no. So if Jared needs an assistant coach or a pitching coach, dad, are you available? If if he's looking for an assistant coach, the mayor can put in a good word for you. Well, sure. You know, after, after, after coaching back-to-back no-hitters, I'm pretty smart. <laughs> could you help well, hey, I, Could you get him I'm an interview? I'm ready to bring him in. Could you get him an interview? <laughs> Absolutely. You just give me your calendar, and we'll, we'll, we'll get something penciled in. <laughs> All right, uh, Mayor, tell us uh, anything else about what's going on in Brookwood. I know you got a busy schedule. We appreciate you being on, but tell us everything else that's going on over there before we let you go. Well, just our Christmas season, you know, we're excited about that. The stadium groundbreaking should happen here soon. Um, and so we're just ready to sort of, you know, coast through the end of the year, uh, celebrating the season and spreading a lot of holiday cheer to our community members. Well, we appreciate you uh, you sponsoring this segment, and uh, we enjoyed having the coaches on. We also love having you on uh, from time to time. Well, we look forward to talking about Brookwood next Thursday. Have a great week, Mayor. Hey, thank, thank you, Mary. Y'all have a good thank day. Thank you. And there's thank Mayor Joe Barger uh, there. And he, he loves his community. And everybody, uh, I know, Dad, you love your community uh, up in Florence. I know you always like to go back there. Uh, a smaller community up there. But uh, these these smaller communities 
uh, that you know have great people and 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 they're representing these kids and and, and trying to put them out. It, it's very important that we help uh, guide these kids before we send them out into the real world. Yeah, it sure is. And uh, you know, if they can get along with each other, they can get along you know with other people. So I think that's great. All right, uh, flipping back to sports here, uh, that you know is the Rose Bowl did what they did in twenty twenty four. We're going to twelve. Uh, when you see like what Clemson did and losing that game, but they still can be in the playoff. Do you think twelve is a good number? Uh, if you're looking at it here now, uh, you know you're going to have Clemson would be in this playoff. Tennessee would be in this playoff. Uh, obviously, Georgia would be in it. Kansas State, uh, Utah would be in it. Uh, is that the right direction for college football? I have no idea. I would, I would, I would think eight. But they, the people that recommend twelve know a lot more about it than I do. I, I would think eight would be sufficient. I mean, there are teams that are going to play. Just because you get beat by a team doesn't mean. Although I, I think it does mean something this year in Ohio State because they played nobody. Uh, at all, you talk about a week schedule. They just played him by Toledo, um, but um, I, I think I'm sure there's the reason why they don't go to eight. Uh, they, uh, whatever that is. You don't think the Ohio State? I mean, I know yeah. it was early in the year, but they opened up with Notre Dame, and they beat Notre Dame uh, at the beginning yeah. of the season. They played Arkansas State, Toledo, uh, Wisconsin, Rutgers, Michigan State. He was not good. Iowa. They did go to Penn State and win, uh, went to Northwestern, went Indiana, Maryland, and then they lost to Michigan. Uh, you know, the Notre Dame game was early, so I think people forget about that. Uh, do you, so you, I just failed that, that the schedules, they, the teams that they fell for, fell uh, on with that weren't Big Ten teams. The Big Ten teams were weak. Um, you know, Indiana's can't play, and, you know, Notre Dame was good. That was a good win. Notre Dame, Notre Dame's opening game. So I, I just, I don't know. I think, I think, uh, I think losing it to Michigan at home is a little bit of a question mark. But uh, I think, I think it's all going. This committee, who's terrible, will have it easy. Southern Cal is going to beat Utah, and that'll be four teams. You don't think Utah can beat Southern Cal again? Well, they can, but I don't think they will. You think TCU beats Kansas State? Uh, that'd be a hard game. I hope they keep I hope they keep TCU in it though. If they're gonna keep, if it, uh, I, let's see, uh, Georgia will be undefeated. Michigan is undefeated, right? Yeah, and they play uh, Purdue. So yeah, Purdue. We gonna we'll have to do coach on them. Are um, I don't know. I don't know. I just I just feel like that. Ohio State's underachieved. You keep talking about Alabama underachieved. I think Ohio State's one underachieved. So. Um, would, would the country want to – so let's say they did – TCU and USC did lose, and they moved them in there. You would the almost – The country doesn't want Alabama in there. You know the reason they won't do it is I look at it, Aiden, if TCU and USC lost and they moved them out – if you moved Ohio State to three, that would be Michigan and Ohio State playing again in the semifinals in Alabama and Georgia. Uh, so you'd have two conference teams playing each other in the playoff. Would they jump Alabama and put them at three and put Ohio State there at four? 
Or would you have a Big Ten battle against the SEC battle and the winner take all there? I, you go, you're just wasting time. Well, Alabama's not going. <laughs> that first scenario I mean, sounds like great it. television. Huh? If TCU gets blown out oh. and USC loses, you don't think Alabama could eke in there? Let's say TCU gets mauled. They ain't going to get mauled. They could. They could not. The pressure of the game, they could. TCU's good. Do you not ever? Do you not think that Kansas State's playing with no pressure? They got nothing to lose, so they're going to be loose, loosey goosey, as you would say. I think TCU will be a little tight, uh, probably. You know, they know if they win, they're right there. Like Tennessee goes to South Carolina. I'm just you just got to win that game, and you're in the playoff. That's it. And they get sixty two hundred. Where is on that them. game? Where is the TCU game? It's in uh, Dallas or Fort Worth. I'm assuming is that right? He's in Fort Worth. Yeah, that's where TCU is. So you don't Denver. think you don't think Kansas State plays loose? TCU. Yeah, they'll play loose. They play loose. They'll play loose. They, play loose. they, they may win, but I think TCU gets in. All right, Aiden. Just Aiden don't know. Aiden don't know. Aiden, if they get blown out, For, is Aiden, the committee going to put Alabama four and have Alabama, Georgia, Ohio State? Michigan. To, I hope so. That actually time, sounds fun. Right? Also, for what it's worth, uh, Adrian Martinez, the uh, K-State quarterback, uh, the game against TCU is the one he got knocked out and injured in. He is now back and healthy. Yeah. So K-State now has their starting quarterback. So Ooh. Bama fans, tune in Friday night. You pull for Utah. What, what good does pulling for Utah mean? It don't do anything. It just gives you somebody to be if you watch the game. Oh, do, you, do you ever – when you watch a game, you kind of enjoy like pulling for somebody. I was watching college basketball right last night. I could have really cared less who who won those particular games. I did watch the VCU Vanderbilt uh, game. I didn't when I turned it on. I didn't realize Stackhouse had been kicked out. You need to see that video. Whew. I don't want to watch Stackhouse. You ain't gonna have to watch him here for a while. That I mean, that could almost get him fired. The way he you got, you got a woman AD and a woman president. They don't even watch the games. Dude, you got to see it. That was a bad look on Vanderbilt. It was a woman AD. And well, they got nothing to do with it. That was a bad look on Vanderbilt, the way he acted. It was bad. Uh, I sent it to some people. They couldn't believe it. All right, we'll take this break. Open up the phone lines, 205-342-9904. Warrior Cleaners, they want to make life easy for you. Pick up and delivery. They'll come pick it up, uh, get it all cleaned up, and deliver it right back. 205-391-0034. If you want to drop off University Boulevard, Bridge Avenue over in Norport, or my location is 4851 Rice Mine Road. Once again, for all your cleaning needs, 205-391-0034. You're listening to Tide 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. Here's what's trending on the Tuscaloosa thread. The Thursday morning, flu cases and flu deaths continue to climb in Alabama. The weekly influenza report from the Alabama Department of Public Health reveals West Alabama leads the entire state with the most cases and the greatest percentage of increase. That's been the case over the last couple of months. Tragically, 13 adult Alabamians have died. Three children have also passed away from influenza. Click TuscaloosaThread.com for more local news, sports, and weather coverage. I'm done. Tide 100.9 traffic. 
From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, 359 has been reopened by Tuscaloosa Police, so no delays there. We still have the wreck 2059 eastbound out by the Covered Bridge Road exit. Now, if you see other conditions, give me a call. Townsend Nissan says, ho, 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 it's time to go. Go get a great deal right now at your hometown dealer, Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Town Square Media, along with Spiller Furniture and Townsend Nissan, want to see your holiday spirit in lights. Neighborhoods are shining bright this Christmas, thanks to the countless hours it took you to wrap your truck. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, play sets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A good supply of sunshine today, Tuscaloosa's high 59. For tonight, fair, not as cold as last night, the low 41. Tomorrow, partially sunny, the high 66. And Saturday, a mostly cloudy day with occasional showers, the high Saturday 65. I'm James Spann of the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 36 degrees in Tuscaloosa. Inside the Locker Room with Wimp and Barry on your home for Alabama sports. Tide 100.9 and streaming on the Tide 100.9 app. Welcome back to Inside the Locker Room. I want to, uh, we got one phone call here. Hold on, I'll get right to it here. Uh... If you're a mom out there, I appreciate you. Uh, as you know, Jenny is out of the country. She left uh, yesterday morning, so <laughs> all the duties fell on me, Dad. So I Mac had practice. I'm coaching his team. I had to. He had to go to a little church event. Luckily, my neighbor took care of me there. Took him to that. Got him home. I had to take him to practice. I got to figure out what he's going to eat for dinner. So I had to get him back and do that. We did get the shower last night. We got the shower. You got to find the pajamas. You got to get them on. And I started thinking, wait a minute. I got to pack his lunch. I got to make him breakfast. I got to get him dressed. He's got karate today. I got to have all that stuff out. Uh, the elves came last night. They made a mess. I had to clean that up. Uh, I don't ever do any of this stuff when Jenny's here. Uh, so I had to like text her and say, Hey, where is this? And what do we do about this? And what do we do about that? So, uh, I had to get up at five thirty this morning to get all the, my chores done. Um, so if you're a mom out there, thank you for everything that you do. Uh, so I've got, I have a new appreciation this morning for moms dad, because, <laughs> Yeah, but all right, I can't hear him, Joe. I mean, uh, Aiden, you keep turning him down. All right, get to the uh, the Alabama One hotline all the way to Aliceville. Tom. Good morning, Tom. Morning. Morning, folks. How are y'all this morning? Good. Yeah, all right. We're good. How are you, Tom? I'm doing good. Uh, Mr. Mom, I like it. You're doing well. It's tough Transition. out there. One of our eyes into an additional role besides being a 
a, a successful basketball coach and dad now is taking on the role of Mr. Mom. Well, the L's, she had put two other boys in charge of the L's. Well, they fell on their job. The L's had to be out this morning, so I had to get up at three and make sure they showed up. So they were there, and she's done all this decorating for and all these lights in front of the house, and she made sure I had all that plugged in. Uh, so she got she put a lot on me, Tom. Yeah, I see that, Jim. But you're, it sounds like you're uh, you're handling it well. So my hat's off to you. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do tonight, though. I got a game. And Max got to be with me. He's going to be on the bench. So if he has to go to the bathroom, Dad, do I need to call time out so I can take him to the bathroom? How do I handle that? Get one of the referees to take him. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great strategy, Coach. Is that I a like 30 it. or a full? Mac, is it, you got to go number one or number two? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Anyway. Uh, I uh I enjoyed the uh, uh of course I do every week. I like J C when he comes on and uh, I thought the the conversation about the uh, offensive coordinator that left South Carolina was very interesting and then who possibly may come and J C's take on uh, you know, who they uh who they might or who he would like to see come in there. I think it's the point he was making, but uh, yeah. it was interesting yeah. to me when he said, uh, you know, the NFL-style offense is just not going to cut it at places like South Carolina, Ole Miss. And did you find that to be interesting? Well, it made me think of Bill O'Brien. That's kind of what we do here. We're running the NFL offense, right? Hey, well, uh, I've always heard that we're running the offense that, Coach Saban has put in place, and the coordinators run his offense. Yeah, yeah. Does that look like the same offense? Maybe it is. Maybe it's not the same players. So the offense doesn't look as good when the players aren't as good, uh, Tom. Well, you got it. Uh, You know, I think we had this conversation earlier, and and back to what Coach Sanderson said earlier is, uh, watch out because you hadn't got the wide receivers that you've been having at Alabama, and that proved out to be way more than prophetic uh, with what he said. And and then uh, when you take that in consideration, to me, this is redundancy, but I can't help it. It's true, I think, that, um, you know, our offense is – I figure our production is down 30% because of the lack of quality at the wide receiver, wide receiver position. Yeah, and Dad kind of poo-pooed what I said. Uh, but And I've been trying to tell Joe Gaither this, too. When Alabama doesn't blow people out, they don't play the bench, which I don't blame, Coach. But I think it's so much easier to transfer now. So uh, I think we're going to see record numbers go to the portal this year. And then the, the, it's various reasons as to why they go. But a lot of these guys didn't get in because the game never got out of hand. And the portal's starting to fill up, and these guys got to figure out where they're going because you want to get in school by January. So, how many people we had to play in this bowl, uh, Tom? Oh, I don't know, I, but I, I want to talk about that just a little bit about the way Coach Saban does things. I think now, correct me if you think I'm wrong here, but this is my read. 
uh, the game is a reward for the hard work that you put in in the off season, the fall camp, and during the week on the run up to the game. And the game is the reward for that work. And I think that's the way he views things. And if he don't think that you done or are capable of uh, of, of doing, and here's another thing with him, he won't put you in there if you're going to embarrass yourself. If you're not prepared to the point of where you're an embarrassment when you're on the field. You're not getting on the field with him. And I think a lot of those things play into it more with him than he does go, oh, let's get them in there and pacify him. I don't think he thinks like that. Well, I get, bro, go, go ahead. Is, go ahead Barry, the thing is, Barry, is that uh, behind the scenes, there's some of them he doesn't care whether they transfer or not. Sure, obviously. <laughs> yeah, I agree. But there's some he doesn't. I mean, there's some he doesn't want to lose. Uh, because it hurts sure. his depth. I think what Tom says is somewhat right, but also like you know, I like for instance, I and Dad was a little bit like this. Like I never think the game's over. Like I got a system that he's wanting me to go ahead and sub. I'm like, eh, you think we? And so like I have a guard. I never take him out, and then so I'll finally take him out when we're up thirty with about two minutes to go because I don't think we will lose that lead. Uh, but there is a guy, a couple guys over there that I need to look at. But you don't put them in. It's not they work very, very hard in practice. But coaches sometimes are just reluctant to put a guy out there because they want to finish the game the right way or the game that they think it's not over yet. So there is other reasons other than not being prepared, not practicing hard. Some guys do practice hard, but just the guy in front of them is a little bit better, and you stay with that guy uh, until the game's over. Well, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I can see your point and. Uh, and I know a coach's perspective is a lot different from somebody than me. But, uh, you know, and all I do is read between the lines on Coach Saban. I don't know crap about the reason he does this, that, or the other. I couldn't, I couldn't testify under oath to any of it. But, uh, but it does appear to me that I, I think Coach is right about this. I think one of the points is he could care less if they go or stay or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I think it's a bunch of them on this team this year that, frankly, uh, the reason you didn't see them is because if you couldn't break in and play on this team this year, <laughs> I don't know what to say about you. <laughs> but you're right. But does that mean they missed him recruiting? Yeah. I think the evaluation process, I think COVID, uh, the year that you couldn't go out and all that kind of stuff, I think that had an effect on uh, – the evaluation process, and then, uh, and then I've heard y'all say it that you don't, you're not always a hundred percent on evaluation, and, and there's some things that you don't see that pop up later on at a crucial time. And I can see, uh, based on your and your dad's comments, I can see that happening, and I see it a lot on this team. I think right now. Well, they obviously missed in the re- receiver position. You had guys that left that uh, didn't even play at the other place, so they. Uh, but they've got a lot of new ones coming, so there's some options there. Thank you, Tom. All right, thank see you. y'all. Thank All you. right, we got Joe holding again, but I want to take the break because I want to give him ample time. I don't want to cut him off. Uh, so, Dad, let's tell him about Bob Prince and Prince Glover and Hayes. We'll come back. We'll get to Joe. Prince Glover and Hayes, three four five one two three four. Outstanding attorneys, attorneys that we talk about each and every day because they deserve being talked about. They know the laws. They know the changes in the laws, which you don't know. 
uh, you get confused when somebody comes after you or you feel like that you need to go after somebody. And so you can call them at 345-1234 and then uh, visit with them on telephone, decide if you need to go further with it. They've been very, very successful. And then go by 701 Rice Mine Road, visit with them, and I think that you'll find that they're outstanding people and outstanding attorneys. And while I'm doing this, I might as well mention Constant Companion Animal Hospital at the Narrows. Uh, great people, great doctor. 50% off on your first visit. Wow. 635-0313. 635 This is Ty 100.9. It's the home of Alabama Sports. No representation is made that the quality of services performed is greater than the quality of services performed by other lawyers. This is a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 sports update. I'm Kim Rankin with your Tide Sports Update. Three more Alabama football players have entered the transfer portal. The Alabama Crimson Tide football team is ranked number six in this week's college football playoff rankings. The Philadelphia Eagles are creating a Christmas album for the holiday season. Three Alabama alums received NFL Weekly Honors. This has been a Town Square Media Tide 100.9 Sports Update. Run it again! For more info on these stories and more, download the Tide 100.9 app. Tide 100.9 Traffic. From the Townsend Nissan Traffic Center, 359 has been reopened by Tuscaloosa Police, so no delays there. We still have the wreck 2059 eastbound out by the Covered Bridge Road exit. Now, if you see other conditions, give me a call. Townsend Nissan says, ho, 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 it's time to go. Go get a great deal right now at your hometown dealer, Townsend Nissan. I'm Captain Ray. Tide 100.9 presents a night with award-winning Elvis tribute artist Jerome Jackson. Friday, December 9th at 7.30. Coaches took to the radio and TV airwaves to tell people that if you're building outdoors, the only way to build is with pressure-treated pine, yellow wood. It is the very, very best. Why? Because all the coaches said yellow wood, pressure-treated pine, protects against bug, termite, and weather. Decking. Fencing, playsets, whatever you're wanting to build, just go to the internet, look at Yellowwood, and you will find these coaches advertised a great product. If it doesn't have that yellow tag on it, believe you me, you don't want it. It's Yellowwood. Tide 100.9, Tuscaloosa weather. A good supply of sunshine today, Tuscaloosa's high 59. For tonight, fair, not as cold as last night, the low 41. Tomorrow, partially sunny, the high 66. And Saturday, a mostly cloudy day with occasional showers, the high Saturday 65. I'm James Spann on the ABC 3340 Weather Center on Tide 100.9. It's 37 degrees in Tuscaloosa. You're listening to the home of Alabama Crimson Tide Sports. If you really want to know, she comes here a lot. She just loves to. Wayne's Pest Control serving over 100,000 customers across Alabama, Tennessee, and Mississippi since 19. 73. Let those good folks at Wayne's make sure your home protected from those unwanted pests. This fall, Wayne's provides world-class termite protection, general pest control, mosquito prevention services. They also keep that lawn looking lush and healthy. Give them a call today, 866-WAYNES-1, and get $60 off your initial pest control service. Sorry to get to the Wayne's hotline. Get Joe back in. Good morning, Joe. How are you? Hey, Joe. Good morning. 
Joe, well, what, yeah. what do they do with uh, Jimbo over there? Well, give him a raise. <laughs> <He'd OSU. laughs> I mean, when he was being interviewed after that LSU game and talking about the hard work and it, it paying off and all that, I just wanted to say, Jimbo, stop. Nobody's buying all that. Uh, come on. Barry, I, I cannot listen to the guy. I cannot. It's like He's, fingernails on the chalkboard. It is. He's he's the closest thing to a habitual liar I've ever seen. I tell you this all. Wim, why yeah. did Hugh Freeze lose his last three games this year? I don't know. He doesn't have. He hasn't had a very good year. Uh, you know, beat Arkansas. Here's the answer, Wimp. It's right out of his mouth during the okay. press conference. Okay. He was too busy watching Auburn play their last four games under Cadillac Williams. He said that? Did you hear his did you hear his press conference? No, I did not. He said that. He broke down all four of those games, Wimp. He said that during his press Guys, this is the closest press conference in hiring that I've ever seen compared to one coach at Alabama. you have any idea who I'm fixing to say? Franchoni? You got it, Wim. You nailed it. Everything from the wife's comment, you know, Franchoni's great line, you don't think I can recruit? Look at my wife. And then, well, if y'all didn't hear the press conference. I heard it. No, I heard the press conference. Barry, you heard what he said about his wife. Yeah. So, and look, we're all sinners. We all sin. Everybody knows he called 14 times escort service. Just get on the mic and say, I sinned and I ask for forgiveness. And that's it. Quit talking and talking and talking. He sounded like a preacher the other day. That's what he sounded like. And then showing so much emotion, Barry, what do you think about that? Uh, I thought it was real. I mean, I think it is emotional uh, that what what he put his wife and daughters through, uh, and for them to stick with him. I think to get up and and then they stuck with him, and it, to get this opportunity, that's emotional, Joe. Right? I mean, come on, get up and talk about that. It'd be hard to hold it together. How much yeah. he's been through. Uh, you, you thank him, Barrett. You thank him, and you go on. Right? Yeah. Did okay. you think he went on too much? Yes, you didn't. Mm. I mean, he just answered the. You talking about in his opening, opening, and when the guys started the asking whole, questions, very, very, the whole press conference. It was back and forth the whole time. You, you've got to nail it and go on with your life. But but these it's guys, the are, but these guys start asking questions. You got to answer the questions, right, Joe? That's right. But you don't answer them with this long drawn out answer should john cohen have taken questions yes he's got they're going to he they're just had to. it but he had just had a press conference when he was introduced um it's hugh freeze's day i mean i could well, go cohen stood up there barry cohen stood up there and lied he wasn't their first choice he was yeah, he was. Okay, this is going back to Wimp having that inside information with the yellow tag, man. Okay. Hey, Wimp is going to be famous, Barry, for his bold prediction last week 
he is going to be famous for well, it. Well, I think what he's, he's doing be... is, and Dad's right, I mean, he, he's got pretty good sources that they never offered the job to Lane. I think Lane, it was getting that far, you know. They would have. And, and the kids, on top of other things, didn't want to move. Uh, so that started playing on him, and and then – as Dad said, they're going to give him $9 million there. They got the contract thing worked out where four years, then they were able to get a private whatever and get more years on the contract. So with all that, I think there was a lot of stress on him uh, to do it. So then when, when they figured out that wasn't going to happen, then they went to Freeze, who they knew would take it. And I think it took a lot of guts for John Cohen to hire Freeze. Would you agree to that? Because you know you're going to get some flack. It was nobody else to go to, Barry. Rains <laughs> told him. Well, Rains had. Hey, look, look. There was one other to go to. You ain't, you know, there was one other go to, but he was playing. Yeah. And you had ruined your recruiting. Well, yeah. Okay. Cadillac has taught. <laughs> well, what Dad's saying is there was another guy to go to. But they weren't going to. You're right, and, but you're right, Joe. He's right, and you're right. They weren't going to him because it was he's still playing and may play in the final four, so they couldn't wait. So yeah, they they had to make it work with Hugh or or go with Cadillac, and that was a big the only thing that was going to please people. So you got Hugh and you kept Cadillac. So I think you energized the fan base. Well, Cadillac just passed Phil Steele's record. Bill Steele was Tennessee's interim coach for six weeks and got paid $900,000. Cadillac has just went two and two. Kevin Steele, not Phil Steele. Kevin yeah, Steele. Yeah, 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 Kevin Steele. Cadillac <laughs> has gone. Yeah, you can always correct me. Please yeah. do. Uh, Cadillac has beaten the last place in team in the West, Texas A&M, and Western Kentucky give Mississippi State a decent game on the road and got waxed by Alabama. Now, Wimp, what's his contract? I have no idea. But he energized the kids. He energized the fan base. He sold the place out. He brought the Auburn fan that was bored out of their mind. He brought them back. You will give him that. Cadillac. No, but he brought him back, and so you had to retain him, and you had to give him a title, and they probably gave him a pile of money compared he to what he was making. The, he got the all-time biggest raise for a cheerleader <laughs> in the history of college football. <laughs> he really? I, well, I don't know what it was. What is it? I don't know. I'm asking y'all. I'm waiting well, for it to know. come out public. How I come have we haven't idea. heard? How come we haven't heard? You don't, want, if you're you, don't an employee, want, you don't want to pay a guy too much if you know he's going to stay there anyway. <laughs> yeah, but I think they had to, that. They had to. I thought he handled it really good, Joe. He could have caused a controversy if he was upset about it, about not getting the job, this, that, and the other. But he said, "Hey, I'm a hundred percent an Auburn man. I'm behind you, Freeze. Let's go." I thought you pay him for that uh, because he because he could have. He could have divided the fan base there if he wanted to. Barry, that's Doc, that's your Dr. Pe- Roberts' call there. Yeah. Barry, get your pencil and pad out. Hey, write it down and put it in your put it in your billfold next to your money. Okay. December the first, twenty twenty two. 
you you said he could have had a lot of controversy. Well, the controversy is yet to come. As soon as Hughes starts losing, you talking about a controversy with the players and the coaching is coming. You think they're going to run to him? They're going to run to Cadillac? Oh, they start losing? It's going to be a very, it's a cancer. It's the way football is. Whoa, 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 whoa. College football All right, is. What, what could Hugh Freeze have done? He had to keep him. Well, that's what I'm saying. He took the job, and then he gets up there and acts like a preacher. And then, you know, it's just it's just a total debacle all the way around. That's I'll all tell you one is. thing. He's going to recruit his butt off. You can bet on that. Well, he's got $13 million. He ain't going to recruit. He's got $13 million. Wimp. He's going to call him up, and he's going to say, what's it take to get you here? I'll get back with you. I'll get back with you. That's it. That's, yeah, that ain't recruiting. This guy going in UAB said he never recruited, but he was going to hire some recruiters. If you don't have any money at UAB, you ain't got a cut dog's chance. Well, you ain't going to beat Auburn and those guys on. You ain't going to beat anybody. Well, you're not going to get – at UAB, you're not going to get guys that uh, you're not gonna get any money. demand NIL money. These guys are lucky to get a scholarship. And, and, and Wimp, that's just like Barry Collins, Alabama one, buddy, and saying, <laughs> how much money can I borrow today? And he's going to tell him how much money he can borrow today. That's the same thing. It's that quick and that simple and that easy. There's nothing well, to it. But I hear, people, it I hear people like Gary say, well, Alabama, they're not using the NIL that way. Every one of them guys out there at Alabama getting NIL money. Well, they're sure using they it. They're just not yeah, promoting it. They're just not being as public about it. They're I using, that. They okay. they're using uh, that NIL so, money. Let me ask you this, Yeah. All these kids that are in the portal, are they getting that money? Probably very little. Okay. I just wanted to hear it from the horse's mouth. You said it. Yeah, but I mean, but hey, have I got, got time for one more thing? Yeah, I got two dollars and I get two dollars and a half. Yeah, they're getting some lunch money. What else you got? I I put this Kentucky contract right there behind Jimbo and Michigan State, and I'm I'm not I'm not going to put LSU. I, I'm going to put it ahead of LSU right now. Could y'all believe what Stoops got? No, but you know what I think. I think they're sick of Calipari over there, and so I so think you're going to give you football coach a contract to, to piss him off for 10, to piss him off for so he'll years. so he'll leave. Woo! Boy, it's going to cost a lot to lose him. Oh, Barry. I don't know why. I don't know why you get on here and say you're you're uh, just a little bit satisfied with what LSU did and guys playing playing for the uh, all the marbles, isn't he? That's that's why I put Stoops ahead of him. He's playing for all the marbles. I put him ahead of him. I mean, you got to hire somebody. If you go go to Notre Dame, hire somebody, and he does that. Then uh, as of as of today, right now, it was a good hire. Joe, you're a smart guy. You're a smart guy. Is (laughs) Alabama declining? Because this time last year, LSU had 39 players. Two or three years ago, Tennessee was a dumpster fire, and they both beat Alabama. This year, right. how does that happen, right. Joe? Tennessee beat them with a very unique offense, very unique. And oh, it, what it, about the players? LSU beat them because they were <laughs> flat as a pancake and didn't care. 
So it is, 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 is it spiraling? I could, you, I could give you another reason on the LSU game, but I won't. I'm going to tell you why. They don't have the talent that they've had over there, Joe. Barry, you can't Joe, have let me, let me let me explain something to you, Joe. Let me just explain one thing to you. And I, and I think I think the coaches of Alabama are very, very good. If they kick the extra point and don't go for two, Alabama is in Atlanta. Not doing that, Joe, not doing the overtime prior to the overtime. Alabama's in Atlanta. I, I can't argue with that, but he's paid to make decisions, and he made a decision. So you're yeah. criticizing Nick Saban that? No, yeah. I'm just saying. No, I'm not you. I said, Dad, that's that. You're criticizing oh, oh, Nick Saban. Oh, I'm, I'm saying that's, that's what that's what that's what uh, that's what alumni people do, <laughs> and uh, that 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 sticks out in my mind more than anything. He kicked the extra point game there in Atlanta. That's it. It's easy to say what you should have done after the game. So, hey, you remember what Nick said at halftime of the Tennessee game? What did he, he say? He said we need two turnovers the second half. We need two. And he some, got him. And some new defensive finally, uh, uh, hit, The boy finally threw an uh, interception for the season, and then uh, Turner picks up a fumble. Not only did he get a turnover, he got a touchdown with that turnover. And he still lost the game. Joe, I'm so glad you called. But just admit you were wrong about Colin Sexton before I let you go. I say gotta it, know what the guaranteed cut. No, Barry, say it. I gotta know. Joe, I gotta say know it. if forty thousand of that seventy two forty million is Garrett is what? Forty million. Yeah, it's guaranteed. Forty million. I wanna know if forty of the seventy two is guaranteed. Just say you That's all wrong. I wanna know, Barry. Just say it. Barry, say Barry, it. Huh? <laughs> until I know what's guaranteed, Barry. Barry. I'll say it. If it's if it's that or more, I guarantee you, I'll say it. Say it, Joe. To say you're wrong. You don't give up five players. <laughs> and he's Two. doing he's playing really well for him too, by the way. Aiden, what okay, you got Barry. for me? Seventy million nine hundred and fifty thousand dollars of Colin Sexton's four year contract is fully guaranteed. There you go. Fully guaranteed. guaranteed. So Danny Ainge, I was wrong. Thank you. Danny Ainge, what have you done? Danny Ainge, is he working the jazz now? GM that did the trade, Barry. With the Jazz? Danny Ainge? Yeah. I didn't know that. In, well. All right. Well, Barry, at least I got you these, to say These two basketball wrong. experts, did you not hear all those commercials for a month after that trade with these two guys that do the basketball thing and made fun of that? I right, talked about you what, that. We're going to double these breaks. The back. Did you read the article on Herb Jones? Which one? There's one out that he said he wouldn't take a vacation. He's driving the same car he drove in college. And he doesn't know why these people blow all their money. He said, I'm trying to save my money where my kids' kids won't have to pay for college. He wears his team issue gear to the arena. He said, I'm not trying to buy all these flashy clothes. You ain't getting in there but changing. Uh, he would not take a vacation. Okay. Because he didn't want to yeah. pay for it. One of his players offered to pay for him to go on vacation. He said, no, nah, I don't need to do that. Uh, he sounds like Robert Ory to me. <laughs> so, Robert, Robert Ory did a great job of managing his money. Hey, what about North Carolina? Man, they, they wouldn't miss a free throw. Those free throws just kept them in it. North Carolina can't play dead. North Carolina's <laughs> been struggling the whole year. I know that, guys. But my point is this. They don't have any doubt. 
And but they make their free throws. Barry, you know how hard it is to beat a team that makes free throws. Yeah. You can't. I, I saw Northside go eleven for twenty-seven against Sullivan last week from the line, and they got beat seventeen. Mm. First game they lost all year, and they were two A playing a four A. Going to be interesting to see if they play them again. And coach told me Tuesday, Monday night in Caledonia, Mississippi, before the game, before the season, they're forty-seven percent. They've beat two four A schools, beat Winfield, his old alma mater, a three A school, shooting forty-something percent from the free throw line. That is tough to do. Yeah, that Joe, tough to do. It's been nice catching up with you. And well, Barry, been- I'm looking so forward. You said, man, you didn't even challenge it. No. I I can't reach that bar. You're the head coach, and you can't reach that bar. What do you, you mean? The best point guard. When I asked you about the football program, the bar had been raised. When I go, when I call, I was so disappointed you said that. Said I what? can't reach that bar. When I ask you. You know who my father is, right? Yeah. Do You don't think that I, I learned anything from him? Lower the expectations. Oh, lower it as low as it can go. <laughs> well, sounds like you're coaching like him. You got a kid that you're up 30 and you still got him in the game. He's your best ball player. What happens if he gets hurt? He did turn his ankle. He did turn his ankle during the game. Uh, I'm trying to cover, Joe. I got to cover the line. Oh well, boy, we we saw Cadillac trying to do that in the Auburn game, kicking field goals. Thank you, Joe. Thanks, Joe. Thank y'all. He had to say it. They didn't hurt him to say he was wrong. And Dad's even had to say it from time to time. We but have a recording of him saying he was wrong. Yeah, saying wrong. All right, tomorrow, Dad, are you doing a blue plate special this week? We're going to do it today. You can do it tomorrow. Are you doing one or are you 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 yeah, retiring? I'm doing one. I got one. You want to do it now? No. All right, we'll do it tomorrow. Uh, that's it for today's show. We're going to double these breaks up on the backside there, and we're going to get the Gary Harris show. Where is old Gary? Uh, uh, you're getting three hours of cup of Joe today on Tide. No Gary today? Yeah, he was feeling a little under the weather yesterday. Decided uh, not to bring the bubonic plague in. Gary. Anybody can do a show when they're well. Yeah, hey, you know what? Hey, Where's Joe? Where's cup of Joe? Oh, he's on his way in. Okay. All right, well, that's it for today's show. Uh, we want to thank Alabama One. Go to www.alabama1.org and not wait to talk to Mike Brown. Mike was off. Uh, last week, we'll be, Mike will be back with us tomorrow. You're looking for home, uh, a mortgage. You're looking for a credit card. You're looking for a car loan. Great Christmas ideas to buy that new car. And when you got to finance it, you want to do it there with Alabama One. Go to www.alabama1.org for all their different products and services. Aiden, appreciate you being on with us, uh, pushing all the buttons getting everything taken care of this morning. If TCU gets blown out and USC loses, can you have a SEC semifinal and an All-Big Ten semifinal? Be interesting to see. That's a tie 100.9. It's the home of Alabama sports. Have a great day, everybody.
Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by Tuscaloosa Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, and Ram, and Pearl River Resort. From the University of Alabama, this is Crimson Tide Today. It's a daily update on Bama sports, and it's brought to you by CBNS Bank. Bank anywhere, at any time, with CBNS Bank's digital solutions. Managing your finances has never been so easy. Hello again, everybody. I'm Roger Hoover. Alabama soccer will play its first-ever College Cup on Friday as the Crimson Tide are one of four teams left standing in the NCAA tournament. Ahead of Alabama's matchup with UCLA, head coach Wes Hart met with the media. Yeah, I'm, uh, you know, I'm thrilled at uh, the opportunity to compete for a, a College Cup. I think, um, I don't know, I think we've got a team right now that is uh, that is filled with belief and confidence and uh, and hungry for more. So um, you know, it's been an, an awesome, awesome season, but uh, but we're, uh, we're not content. We, uh, we want to come home with the College Cup. I'll have more in a moment. At CBNS Bank, we've been into meeting the needs of our customers since 1906. Whether you're buying a home or auto or consolidating debt, CBNS Bank's personal loans are on point or setting new business goals. Our lineup of commercial loans can help you achieve them. At CBNS Bank, we're proud to sponsor the University of Alabama Athletics and even prouder to take the field or court with you. Visit cbsbank.com today. All loans subject to credit approval, member FDIC, and equal housing lender. Here's more from Coach Hart. Kind of how we've approached uh, every game this year, um, no matter who our opponent was, we, we tried to treat, you know, every game the same and, and every opponent the same. So, you know, for us, we want to, uh, you know, go in with, uh, um, I don't know, with the same confidence and the same belief um, and the same respect that we've shown every uh, every opponent so far. Um, so we're not uh, not looking at this as uh, as a semifinal match. Um, you know, we're, uh, we're treating it like, like we have every other game. Crimson Tide Today is brought to you by CBNS Bank. Crimson Tide Today is a production of the Crimson Tide Sports Network from Learfield. It's the Tuscaloosa Community Calendar, powered by Pepsi. Looking for ways to give this holiday season? Be sure to support the wonderful children of the Benjamin... Tide 100.9.